You are listening to Words from the Servants, a podcast produced by the Servants of the Word, an international ecumenical brotherhood of men living symbol for the Lord. You can download this podcast from our website or access it on iTunes or any other podcasting apps. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 to 20. You know that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your fathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was destined before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest at the end of the times for your sake. Peter here is reminding the recipients of his letter of something that they know. You know that. This is a reminder of the basic gospel they've believed. You know that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your fathers. This word ransom is a term for buying back, something that in the Old Covenant usually referred to either the redemption of land that you sold when you needed capital, when you were in debt, and you had to acquire some kind of capital to get yourself out of debt, and then redemption is the buying back of that land, or the redemption of a slave. That's probably the image behind this, since it refers to people. You were bought back. Slavery was usually, in the ancient world, the result either of warfare or of debt. And so you're bought back when you were indebted in a way that it cost you your liberty. Isaiah 52, verse 3, says to the people of Israel, in a manner that's a foreshadowing of the redemption that comes in Christ, Thus says the Lord, you were sold for nothing, that is, into exile, and you shall be redeemed without money. Titus 2, verses 13 to 14, refer to our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all iniquity and to purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good deeds. Our great God and Savior Jesus Christ gave himself in order to redeem us from sin and to purify for himself a people now who will serve him and be zealous for doing good. We were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from our fathers. And the word for ways is a word for your conduct in life. In fact, in verse 15, it's often translated, this same Greek word for your ways, it's often translated as your conduct, meaning your way of life. And futile ways are empty ways, ways that lead to nothing, that are purposeless. These are inherited because there's something in the human race that's passed on, as we know from Romans chapter 5, that through our first parents, sin entered the world, and they failed to achieve the divine purpose. And so we've inherited the futility of human life from them as a consequence of sin. We We were redeemed from these futile ways, by the blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without spot or blemish. 
So Isaiah said, not by silver or gold or by money, but by Christ, who's like a lamb, a lamb without spot or blemish. And there are a couple important Old Testament backgrounds to this. Isaiah chapter 53, the fourth and the greatest of the servant songs of the latter part of the book of Isaiah, says he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like a sheep that before its shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. You can think here of the Lord Jesus Christ as he's led silently, for the most part, to his crucifixion. Almost all the time that he is going through the questioning in the house of Pontius Pilate and the interrogation before the Sanhedrin, Jesus is silent, replying to Pilate only a couple of times and only once by stating his identity as the Son of Man before the Sanhedrin. He's led like a sheep to the slaughter, yet we know, Isaiah 53 says, that it was the will of the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When he makes himself an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. It's the will of the Lord that Jesus should make himself an offering for sin, an offering to redeem us, to buy us back from the futile ways of our race. He wasn't taken unawares. He wasn't taken against his will. But the Father and the Son cooperated in the offering for sin that he's to make of himself. It's God's will that he should go through this. As the suffering servant, this shadowy figure who's now revealed in the most unimaginable way as the, the, the incarnate Son of God, who in human form gives himself for our salvation. The second connection with this lamb, this lamb without blemish or spot, is from Exodus chapter 12, the instructions for the Passover lamb, whose blood would mark the doors of the Israelites so that the angel of death would pass over them, delivering them from death when the Lord brings the plague that will release the people of Israel from bondage and slavery in Egypt. Exodus 12.5 says, Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male, a year old, from the sheep or the goats. Finally, Peter tells us that he was destined from before the foundation of the world, but made manifest at the end of the times for your sake. Christ was predestined before sin occurred to accomplish God's purpose for us. Christ is not plan B. He's not the Father's response to a desperate situation that he couldn't foresee. He's the Father's provision for us to attain our purpose despite our sin. Christ came for our sake, for the sake of our redemption, and with his coming, the last days, the end of the times, is inaugurated. 
No further revelation. No further provision for man's sin. No further act of conquest is needed in this age to enable us to enter back into righteousness in God and to have our eternal life secured with the Father in heaven, hidden in Jesus Christ, as Colossians says. With the coming of Christ and the redemption that he's brought us, the last age begins. He's now manifest out of the mercy of God for the sake of the salvation of the world so that men might enter again into the purpose of God, redeemed from futility, and might secure their future before the throne of grace until he comes again. This podcast was produced by the Servants of the Word, the Brotherhood of Celibate Men that is part of the Sword of the Spirit, an international ecumenical network of covenant communities. If you would like to support this and other ventures, simply go to www.servantsoftheword.org forward slash donate.